0: in the last video i hopefully showed you that if i borrowed p dollars if i borrowed p dollars and i borrow it for a year and you were to charge me an interest rate of r right or you could say 10r percent then at the end and we were to compound continuously so you know we compound every zillionth of a second but we compound it you know a tr- trillion times however many of those uh, intervals there are in a year that at the end of a year i would owe you p times e to the r dollars. Fair enough. Now what happens if I borrow it for two years? Well, after one year, we already said that, that I would owe you p times e to the r dollars, right? And then after two years, what happens? Well, this becomes the new principle. You can kind of view it as like I borrowed this much, then I owe this much after a year, and so this is the new principle, so I can re-borrow this, right? So if I re-borrow this, this becomes the new p. So that becomes the new P, so I could write P e to the R, and it's going to and that new principle is going to compound for another year. So E to the R. So that equals P e to the two R. And similarly, this is now my new principle. If I were to borrow it for another year, if I were to borrow it for another year, it becomes P e to the three R. So in general, if I borrow p dollars, that's my initial principle, I borrow it at a, at a rate of r. And I borrow it for t years. The amount that I owe after t years is p e to the r t. And, and once you know this, you are ready to become a, your, your local uh, banker and, and lend people money continuously. And let me just do a couple of examples, because I, I think it might be a little confusing in the abstract, but with some numbers it might all. Clear up. Okay, so let's say I borrow $1,000. I borrow $1,000. Let's say that the interest rate is, oh, I don't know, 25%. That's the annual interest rate. right? Rate is equal to 25%, which is the same thing as 0.25. And let's say I were to borrow it for three years. So TE is equal to 3 years, and we're going to continuously compound this interest. So our formula says that the amount that I'll owe at the end of this is how much I borrowed $1,000 One thousand $1, dollars, times e to my interest rate power, 0.25, times the number of years, times t. And so let's, uh, oh sorry, that's 3, right? So that equals 1,000 e to the 0.75 power. And let me calculate what that is in Excel. And just so you know, I don't know if you're familiar with Excel, in Excel, the uh, e to the power, so I wrote there, it's 1,000 times e to a power in Excel is exp. So that's e to some power, and in this case it's 0.75. And So I get my answer. I don't know, I think it fell off the bottom of the screen. There it is, right here. That's my answer. Let me zoom in a little bit, because I think you might have trouble reading it, because it kind of shrinks it when I go on YouTube. $2,117. It equals $2,117. And that's what you would owe me at the end of three years. And this is actually the power of compounding interest. A lot of people, you know, when you hear a 10% interest rate or even a 25% interest rate, no one really makes a a a big deal about it. But when you compound it, and especially when you compound it continuously, it can very quickly uh, turn into into very very large numbers. Let's let's do another example. And this might be another uh, kind of a, a more complicated example, but. Or something that you might actually see in a in a in a textbook. Let's say that you know I borrow fifty dollars. I borrow fifty dollars, and after and let's say it's continuously compounded at some rate, r, and let's say it's con- continuously compounded for ten years. And at the end of ten years, and at the end of ten years, I owe five hundred dollars. What was the rate at which it was compounded? So once again, we can use the same formula. We could say, well, if my original principal is $50, so it's going to be $50 times e to the rate. We don't know the rate, but we know the t. That t is equal to 10 years, so it's 10r. That equals my final payment. Or how much I owe once all of the interest and the principal has compounded is equal to $500. So we can divide both sides by 50, you get e to the 10r is equal to is equal to ten. And then how do we solve that? Well we could take the log base e of both sides. Hopefully you might want to review the logarithm, but you know, log base e. e is just a number, if you ever get confused, is equal to log base e of ten. And log base e on your calculator is often written the natural log. And they call it the natural log, because we'll show I'll show you e in a hundred different applic not a hundred but in many different applications it shows up all over nature and i think that's why it's called the natural log but anyway let me see if i can figure out what excel's natural log function is so i need to figure out the natural log log base e of 10 equals ln of 10 oh there we go 2. Point, oh yeah, there it is right there 2.3 so i get so first of all, if I say you know, log base e of e to the 10r, that's like saying e to what power is equal to e to the 10r? So this is the same thing as just 10r. right? Why is that? Because remember, logarithm is an exponent. So this is saying e to the 10r is equal to e to the 10r. Review my logarithm videos if that's a little confusing. I know it's a little confusing at first. And then we just figured out that log base e, so e to the what power is 10, is 2. What was the number? 2.30. And now, and oh, this isn't 10 to the r, this is 10r, right? And so we want to figure out what r is. We divide both sides by 10. We get r is equal to 0.23, or 23 percent. So essentially, if if I continuously compound at an annual rate of 23 percent. After 10 years, I'll essentially owe 10 times the money. So that's something good to keep in mind. Anyway, I'll leave you there. And and, and I really encourage you uh, to go back a couple of videos, rewatch them, play with the numbers, prove to yourself that that limit exists. Take that limit that we showed in the beginning, the limit as n approaches infinity of 1 over 1 plus n to the n. And all you have to do to prove this is just put in larger and larger numbers for n. And of course, whatever number you put it here, you have to Over here, you can't put a million here and a the trillion there. You have to put a trillion and a trillion, or a million and a million. And you'll see that it converges to E. And rewatch the videos and, and make sure you get you kind of have an intuitive understanding of everything we did. And then this formula, which most people frankly just memorize, this PE to the RT, will make a lot of sense to you, and, and you will, you will it, it, you'll have a permanent neuron for it the rest of your life. Anyway, I'll see you in the next video.